Hello, hey, hey, it's Sunday. You know what that means. It's time for Insights with Latrice. Hey guys, how's your Sunday going? Mine has been absolutely busy, but it's all good because guess what? We're here now at 7 p.m. and we are talking about lust, love, and entanglement. You know, entanglement has went viral because of Jade, Jada and Will, and we're going to talk about it. But more importantly, we're going to talk about relationships and let's just dissect this whole fiasco. That's what I want to do, because especially for someone who's been in a relationship for 18 years, well, we'll be married 18 years in November. But, um, you know, I, I'm kind of just dissecting it from that standpoint, not to mention my first marriage was lust and entanglement. So, hey, hey, Bruce, how are you? Hey, guys, let me see who all is. Hey, Ruby. So I want you guys to chime in on the conversation um, because I'm definitely giving my insight, but I would love to hear your insight in all of this um because it's bigger than just some celebrities and this marriage thing i want to get on the concept of even just marriage and and what does that mean anymore um hey angela i know you're about to say something real good so let's just knock it out first of all for those of you who i don't know you must live under a rock um if you don't know about jada will and august okay now hey tara now i am just hey debbie i am just finding out about this august austina or alcina is what my producer is telling me but listen y'all okay so apparently august for those of you let me just kind of give you a rundown real quick um those of you that don't know okay am i saying it right? They're scared. They think I'm going to say it wrong. Okay, so August and Jada had a relationship, an entanglement while she was married to Will, who she was in a separation, but it was private. So first of all, let's just talk about this. One, I'm talking about their relationship because they have it out there public. Now, if they decide tomorrow they're not going to talk about it anymore, I got you. Because at my address, the 1807, there's only so much you're going to get from me as well. But since they have it out there, and now we got a song today. If y'all don't know, August made a song about the entanglement. Um, so I just kind of want to get that out there. But more importantly, let's just deal with lust. Let's deal with love and let's deal with entanglement, a.k.a. affairs because I know you guys probably think I'm going to go one way with this, but I promise you I'm not. There's just a whole lot of layers in this whole thing. And keep in mind, I have been in a situation where my ex was in an entanglement with several women, okay, at different times. So I come from that standpoint, um, you know, I haven't cheated, but yet when I was married. Now, you know, when you out in the college, you're doing a little bit of everything. So I got to admit to that. But um, let's first talk about this. And I want to hear you guys. I want to hear what you guys got to say about this. Here is 
I don't want to say my problem with the whole situation because they didn't ask me. But if y'all were to ask me, ask me, please ask me. Okay, I'm going to pretend y'all asked me. Here's what I would say. You know, the affair is one thing. It's clear that J Jada and Will were having trouble in the marriage. Hey, Helen. Hey, Kelly. Um, and that happens, right? Separation, whatever. Okay. And I'm not going to say I agree, even when you're separated, that you can go and dibble and dabble. Okay. I'm talking from my standpoint, my insight. So don't come to, don't come for me because I'm telling you, this is my show, but I would love to hear your, your opinion. Cause maybe you don't think it's wrong that they were doing their own thing. You know, they all had their side pieces. Here's what bothered me more than anything is that this young boy, because he's their son's age, came as a result of physically sick, mentally and emotionally sick. And I feel, and I'm going to use this word, and my friends don't agree with me because um, I've had this conversation, but I'm going to use it from a mental health standpoint, from a therapist's um, in training standpoint, she was a predator. I said it. I said what I said. Yes, I did. She was a predator. Let me tell you why. She took advantage of this boy. Granted, yes, I'm sure he was of age, 21. And again, I am not judging. But since it's out there, let's talk about it. Right? Because I got my stuff. Listen, y'all don't want to go in my closet because skeletons will come all out, punching you, knocking you out. So it's not about judgment, but we're just talking about what it is. OK, what's happening? I want to hear your opinion. Angela, tell me what you think. Is predator a strong word? What about you, Janice? Hey, Janice. Um, hey, about, hey, Ebony. Um, tell me. It's because I'm telling you, my husband and a girlfriend of mine, we were having this conversation and they were like, no, she wasn't a predator. So I looked at predator, okay? Because I am that person. And it says someone who preys on someone else. Now, I'm not saying she's a predator 24-7, but in this case, her actions were predatory. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a word, but y'all get me. So my point is she preyed on him. I'm, and so their fight or their argument was, yes, yeah, she probably didn't mean to. She was in a vulnerable, dark place. And I get all that. I get all of that. But still, the receipt is she preyed on him. So she is considered a predatory, a predator in this case. I'm not saying all the time, hey, Daphne. What's your take? Talk to me, Tara. What's your take? So that bothered me more than the entanglement. It bothered me that she took a situation where she could have really healed somebody and helped someone and she took advantage. Now, you might say, she might say, you guys might say, and you might fight me on this and say, well, she was in a dark place. She, you know, she, um, she's codependent on helping people. 
I get all that emotionally. Um, I, I get that attachment. But again, I think it was selfish. Now, again, I know y'all like Latrice, you're judging. No, no, no. We're just talking about the situation because again, none of us are perfect. I did my stuff. You know, you've done your stuff, but since it's out there and since a song was made by about her today by August and Rick Ross, <laughs> have y'all heard it? Do y'all like it? What? Tell me if y'all like it. Cause it's, it's a good joint now. Don't play. And he speak, you know, he's speaking truth, but that's my, that is bigger than the fear is I think she was a predator in this case and that she took um, advantage. That's just, and Kelly says, okay, Kelly agrees with me. She says she took advantage of him at a time when he was weak. I agree. Now the, the argument is, well, she was weak. She was in a dark place. So that means you don't need to be helping anyone. Okay. We've all been there where we have not had the capacity to help anyone. And so what you do, you sit somewhere in the corner and wait till you heal. I said it, fight me if you want to. I said it, I said what I said, but hey, Kristen, hey, Curtis, but here's the thing. Okay, so let me just catch you guys up. Kristen, Curtis, Michelle, um, I say Jada was a, a predator and I think, her being a predator is bigger than the entanglement, the affair. That's what I said. I'm not judging because I've done my stuff. And I have to repeat that because someone's going to say, Latrice, you're judging. I'm not. It's out there. A song is made by her about her today. Go listen to it. It's good. But it, but it is what it is. She's a predator. She preyed on him in that situation. So let's talk about lust. Okay, Tara says it still links to hurting people hurt people. Absolutely. Hurting people hurt people. And in this case, she hurt people. But let's just talk more about lust. I was watching, so I am a fan of Nollywood, those African, Nigerian, Ghana movies. I don't know why. That That is my guilty pleasure. So I was watching a show, a movie called Cold Feet. And in this, um, you know, the whole scenario, a woman goes on a business trip, finds a good looking man. They tear it up for a couple of days. She comes home to her nice, safe husband and life. Okay. And at the end, they meet up again and they have another rendezvous. But at the very end, she decides i want my marriage and this is what she said you've probably have touched me and made me feel um ways that my husband has never but after we get out of bed what do we have you don't even know my dreams my desires my vision so that leads me into this lust I think personally, and let me hear your thoughts and don't be scared. What y'all scared for? We grown. We're talking real good about some grown up stuff. I think lust is deceptive in so many ways, obviously. But to me, lust will look like love. But if you really break down lust and what the situation is, when you're in lust with someone, you think they're great. You're having, you're screwing real good. He's probably 
smashing your back out or, you know, she tearing you up, whatever. But think about it. What makes it, quote, fun or enjoyable or whatever you want to describe it is because them same people aren't waking up with you in the morning with bad breath, trying to figure out how to pay bills, washing your dirty drawers and bras and all them other stuff, you know, having your kids, you know, all those different things. So I think sometimes, and that's what the lady was saying in this movie, like, yeah, it's good. Yeah. But all it is, is lust. This is not love. So which leads me to love. Tara has a comment. She says, but what nobody is talking about is how it's not uncommon. What do you mean about that, Tara? About uncommon meaning affairs, the entanglement that we keep playing with that word so it can feel nicer or it's not uncommon women taking advantage of men. Tell me what you mean by that. Anyway, going back to lust and love. So now love, love is someone you share your vision with, your heart. Your love to me is um, a forever thing when you get married. Obviously, that's what your plan should be. Or, okay, Kristen says lust is the absence of reality is the fantasy. The absence of reality is the fantasy. So she's talking about lust. Right. And let's just be let's just be real. Who who's been in lust? Let me let me let me let me do this. <laughs> let me do that. For those that are listening by podcast, I'm waving and dancing. Let's just be honest. Lust feels good. Lust feels good. Not saying it's good for you, but lust feels good or we wouldn't have these entanglements. Uh, okay. All right. Anyway, um, and Tara says, yes. So she was just talking about, uh, we're not dealing both entanglement and women take advantage of men. We are going to talk about that. We're, we're, we definitely are going to talk about that. Tara, Tara, you need to be here and you just need to run this insights with Tara for real, but love, love endures, love protects, love stays, love is unconditional and love is hard. I don't care what nobody tells you. Love is hard. Love is patient. Love is kind and love is hard. Love is wonderful. Love is um, fulfilling and love is hard. Love is amazing, but it is hard. Let me tell you what prayer I pray every day. Let me just tell you. God, love my marriage through me. <laughs> because see, I need God's help because love can be, it can be challenging, right? Um, and I love Olivier Chikaya Kabuya, but listen, y'all, if we're going to be real, honey, we have had to work and we're still working, you know, to perfect our marriage, to work through our marriage, to work as one and to run with the vision that God has for our life. Right. So, you know, now don't get me wrong. I do lust after him because he's fine, <laughs> but I love him. Also, I share the vision and and he I know what he needs and desires and we work to be one. But a lot of times we get into these relationships 
because we think it's love because it, it, it dresses up like love, but it's really just lust. That's why now you have um, August um, having making a song with Rick Ross about Jada. Why he's talking about it now? I know people are saying, "Oh, that's a weak boy." You know, how's a you know man gonna talk about who he's smashing? He's hurt. He is weak. He came in weak. He came in damaged. I don't know why people don't understand that. Carlos says marriage will get the worst out of you to get the best in you. Now that was a word. It is the best thing that two people can do. I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. Tara says what you have to deal with is the true reason your guard was let down to give into less. Tara, can you give me a minute? I'm trying to get there. Listen, listen. I know my mama is not on this pod, uh, on this Facebook Live. I, <laughs> wait a minute, y'all. Pause. Drop the mic, drop the script, drop everything. I know my, I'm looking right here. Why is my mother on my Facebook Live? Please tell me now. Mama, you better not make a sound. You better not comment. You better not say Nathan to me. You understand? Oh my God. How is my mama on my Facebook live? And I'm talking about lust and and love and entanglement. How? Oh, my gosh. Hey, Teresa. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm still going to show out. <laughs> Carlos said, I love you, Miss Marshall. Call me. I'm so done with you. Anyway, <laughs> Teresa says, yes, your mama's in the house. Mama, act right. That's do your act rights, do your act rights. So anyway, getting back to less love and entanglement, I think also, um, so we were talking about why August talked about it. He's hurting, he's damaged. What else could he have done? What? Yes, there might be a publicity stunt. His um, album was coming out, but he's wounded. He was already wounded. And then the predator, Jada, yes, I called her for those that are just tuning in. I did call her a predator because she acted as a prey in this situation. Um, comes in and takes full advantage of him. Now, let's talk a little bit about if this roles had been reversed. Let's say Will had been with a younger woman. Because people were giving Jada some kudos. What y'all think about that? So Teresa says, first of all, to have a, they to have an open marriage is insanity. Yes, predator for sure. And Teresa, yeah, thank you. Teresa, you're about the only one that agrees with me. Um, well, no, Kelly did and Tara did. But when I tell you I had this argument with um, two other people and they were like, no, she's not a predator. Yeah, she is. But let open marriage or like I said, isn't it crazy if it had been Will with a younger woman, we would have been down his throat. We would have we would have eaten him alive. It was almost 
a high five to August, you know, you smashing this woman. I said smashing and my mom's on here. Okay. Anyway, um, high five, right? And then um, she knew he was ill. She did know he was ill. She absolutely did. Now, again, for those that are just um, showing up, Tammy, LaShawn, um, Debbie, I want you to know, first of all, my mom is on here and I don't know why she's on my Facebook Live when I'm talking about lust, love and entanglement. But we're going to move on from that. But more importantly, I want everyone to know I am not judging. I am not judging, but I'm coming from someone who's in the um, mental health field. Right. And so I wasn't too thrown off about the entanglement, the affair. I was more thrown off about this woman taking advantage of someone who definitely was wound, wounded, damaged. And so before people start getting upset with me, we're talking about it because it's out there. I don't know if y'all have heard the song, but it's out there today. Rick Ross, look it up. Jada needs therapy. Absolutely. I agree that the door that was left open for anything and everything is a slap in the face to the institution of marriage. Totally agree, Tara. Yes. So let's talk about that. So for those of you with the will, if if it had been Will and a younger woman, I think it would have went a different way. We would not have had a song today and we would have been bashing Will. I mean, I know people are bashing Jada, but I think it would have been a whole different dynamic if it had been a younger woman and Will. I, I just do who was just as damaged as August. Now let's flip over to this entanglement and affair. Coming from, a, and again, I'm in the seat. I'm, I'm the student in this um, whole therapy. Um, you know, that's what I'm getting my license for. But people were, you know, attacking Jada because she said entanglement instead of an affair. Well, the one thing I do know when I do talk to people, when they're not completely ready to be honest or looking in the mirror hurts, they'll use other words that make them feel good. Right. So entanglement was comfortable for her. If she would have just said a fair like Will really was pushing her to say, I think she would have um, flipped off flipped out, but he was already mad. You saw his eyes were red. I don't know if he was crying or if he was smoking weed or if he was mad and wanted to hit a wall because that messes with the man's ego. But her entanglement, that word, I know she didn't think it was going to go viral, but that word was her safe place. That's what people don't realize. She was not ready to deal with what she had done. So this kept her safe. This kept her somewhat truthful, but not completely, where she didn't have to deal with the whole entire thing. And that's what we do as any, I mean, think about it. Think about something in your life that you quite didn't want to deal with. So you may have played around with it a little bit or play words, you know, that that is exactly what she did so teresa says i really don't think it's being younger i think it has everything to do with her approach and the fact that she knew 
what she was doing and that was wrong. I, I agree with that as well. And I think because she also was not in a state of mind to, I mean, her marriage was dissolving and <laughs> Therese is laughing. He may have been smoking weed to get through this. This is embarrassing for him. So my question to you, would you guys have, would you, okay. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Comments, comment. Okay. What Jada did to August was no different than a man on man playing on a young lady with daddy issues. I agree. I agree. Tammy agrees with that as well. I truly, and so let's deal with this whole damaged goods because we're all good in the eyesight of God, but there's a lot of damage happening, right? And when you get into a relationship, if you're not whole, I know growing up, I was always told you're a half, marry a half and you'll make a whole. That's the problem. That's what's messing us up. We have to be completely whole. Now, I was asked last week, I was talking to another therapist and the individual was asking me about my relationships and knew about my divorce and how um, toxic that relationship was. And the person said to me, do you believe that you have to be completely healed, whole to be to remarry? And this is what I said. You have to put in the work. You have to be at a place of healthy mentally and emotionally. But sometimes and it's not until you get married. Do you find unresolved issues that have been buried for years prior to any relationship? It could be um, children, trauma, you know, childhood trauma. And so I am not saying or suggesting that you have to be perfect in the relationship or be completely this a one but you do have to have some level of healthiness mentally and emotionally and you know i'm all about jesus coffee and therapy completely you know that's that's just my take that's just and that's what got me and is still getting me through um hey rick Hey, Marianne. And so we have to look at Jada, Will, and August as damaged goods. So that's why this is going on. Because typically, and I'll just use August again, with all his different issues. And I don't know this man from Adam. My kids know him. But the one thing I also looked at, because again, I'm looking from a standpoint of a therapist, is him releasing this information, yes, probably to, to promote sales, but was a cry for help. So again, I'm dissecting this a little different. It was a cry for help because you don't put your business out, business out like this unless you think there's this is the best way why are you making a song this happened four years ago she's with her man she did not leave him 
yes, I'm sure to cause drama. And, and I know this new generation, they do do a whole bunch on um, social media. But more importantly, if you look beyond those layers, you'll see someone crying out still for help. And I know he said he's on this journey and, and I'm not um, disagreeing with that, but there's still a lot of work that he has to do. So my question to you guys. So Tammy said, John said, man is going to take it no matter the issues, daddy issues or not. If she was offering it, he was, <laughs> he was going to take it. <laughs> now that was a word. That is true. That is true. So, <laughs> oh, there's another one. Um, something is something to consider, and this is by Carlos. We don't know if Jada is mentally healthy now, so let us not judge when we don't know her battle. Exactly, and that's why I said, Carlos, I'm not judging. I'm just talking about what's happening because, again, if you dissect Latrice, you're gonna see all these this list of things that you know, aren't, aren't resolved with me. So it's not that don't, this is not a party of judgment. This is just getting some tea because it's out there. So we just talking about it. But again, I was dissecting it because I hear so much chatter. And what I found was that the way I was dissecting it was way different from everyone else. I was dissecting it from a mental health standpoint. And that was the one thing I did mention was that I truly believe Jada is still going through some things because like I said, the word she used was entanglement instead of an affair. So that told me that there were still some things that she's working and walking through. And we all have that in our life. We completely have that. And so, um, so my prayer is that they all get the help needed that they all work through whatever demons, whatever things that are unresolved, um, all the wounds, just like us every day. But I just thought it was good to talk about it because it's out there. And listen to the song and tell me what y'all think about it. It's Rick Ross and August, and he's talking about entanglement. So just tell me what you think. So let's move on. Um, true, but affair is an affair like truth is truth entanglement my foot right right it was an affair but think about it oh i'm just in an entanglement and this is coming from tammy tammy oh tammy i'm just in an entanglement versus tammy i'm in an affair sounds same thing perhaps but sounds totally different and we play on words like that right and who plays on words the most are narcissists those people can play on some words and make you think you're crazy, but that's a whole nother podcast. But uh, moving on from that, hey, Grace, um, let's just talk about marriage because we have gotten lost in what marriage is. We've gotten lost at, you know, I hear people say it's just a piece of paper. Well, so is money, but you work hard for it. I'm just saying. So we we minimize what marriage is and we redefine what God says marriage is. Marriage is not easy, but it's rewarding. 
And I think the more you love the way God had intended, right? Um, the easier it can get um, in, in a marriage. Um, I think, you know, people said, well, clearly Will wasn't meeting the need of, of Jada that she went out to some young boy who was damaged. And that can be true because we also know that just what we've seen of Will, he was working hard to create this legacy. And just like Adam and Eve, the reason why Eve was able to talk to the serpent because Adam wasn't paying her any attention. Read your Bible. That's a whole nother level. I'm just saying. Um, but that's true. He was able to get in because Adam wasn't guarding her. And that's why it's so important that husbands do their role and do their part. Right. But we as wives, as women, we have to make sure that we do our part as well to help protect and save the marriage. I, and Wednesdays, I usually post something that's controversial and ask a question this last time. Um, I guess not controversial, but just, you know, something people don't like to talk about. But what was so beautiful is there were so many people honest. And the question was, can a marriage survive an affair? And there were so many people that shared um, their intimate information saying, yes, we've survived, um, you know, and it's stronger than ever. Or um, we had an affair, but it didn't last. And so my question was because I want to hear both sides, right? But in that, in a marriage, it takes two. Even in an affair, my ex-husband, even though he has several multiple, quadruple, triple million affairs, there were still some things that I had to look in, and look in the mirror and say, okay, no, I didn't make him have an affair. Listen, don't play that. But there were some things that I know that I did in the marriage that I needed to do differently in my next marriage. And I have, and it's been almost 18 years. And so can Will and Jada get through this? Absolutely. Can people get through to, um, affairs? Absolutely. Um, but it's going to take two people who are committed um, and working in their marriage, working um and building building themselves first because again you have to be whole to be with the whole person it just it doesn't work half and half crazy and crazy just makes crazy do you know what i mean and so we gotta we gotta be whole we gotta work out some things we gotta work out the childhood drama we gotta work out um the, the different issues that rape, that, you know, the abuse or whatever, um, the insecurities, we got to work that out, the anger issues to become one to, to, so that we're not lusting and we don't go outside the marriage or we don't find ourselves in an entanglement. Um, I'm just looking at my notes. I think, oh, another thing about marriage. So I had this conversation, deal breakers. 
Do you think you should go into a marriage saying, I have a deal breaker? I'm just asking. Because that was a conversation. I mean, is it even considered an affair when you have an open marriage? Well, Teresa, I'll say this. Why be married if you're going to have an open marriage? You know what I mean? I don't I don't get the concept. Now, have I been has someone explained it to me before and I still don't get it? <laughs> yes. Um, why get married? Why make that covenant? Um, if you want to be with other people, just wait till you don't want to or you're too old to be with someone else, I guess. Um, I love the fact that I have one person and we build together and we build and we are growing. And I, the other day, he's probably going to be upset when I say this, but he wears his hair bald. But if he's around, if he's like not going anywhere and it grows, he has a receding hairline. But the reason why it's so sexy to me, because it just shows it, it just is a reminder how long we've been together. He had a head full of hair when we got together and now he has a receding hairline. I know that sounds weird and crazy, but it just tickles me. I just think it's sexy. My producer is looking at me like that's gross. But um, so let's go back to this deal breaker. Um, Carlos says often married couples lose sight of what a vow means and that everyone's commitment is for better or for worse. For sometimes it's until they get tired to fight. That was good. Very true. I think people don't, because there's so many options available now, I don't think people fight as hard as they used to back in the day because you could hear your grandparents talk about, you know, we've been married six to two years, seven to three years. Now, if you get someone 25 years, we're like, wow. Rick says deal breakers are deal breakers. This is a conversation that should be held in the first few weeks of dating. Interesting, Rick. So Rick, my question to you, so a deal breaker, so you talk about it at the beginning, but how do you know it's going to be truthful? Because everyone's putting their best foot forward. So are they really going to talk about their real deal breakers? I'm just asking because I'm going to tell you why I say that in a minute. Y'all can judge me if you want to. You can't fight me. I'll tell you that. Um, Kelly said, pretty sure entanglement is still breaking God's commandments. Right. Kelly, however you say it, entanglement, affair, lust <laughs> is still going against God's word. Olivier said, did she just, oh, ooh, that's Olivier, my husband. Did she just talk about my hairline? Awkward. Okay, I'm going to end this. <laughs> No, let me let me talk about why I say dear break deal breaker. Yes, your LeBron James hairline. Carlos ain't nothing private on this trees talk. You know I'm gonna talk about it because I'm gonna put myself out there. So I will say because deal breakers to me was based on, and again, I told you I did some healing. I was healthy enough to remarry, but not until I got married did some other things come up. And I thank God that I had a man who was 
willing to love me and work through some things and 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 love me to healing right and allowed me the process but one of the deal breakers in my head and the reason rick i say this because in my, i always said in my head my heart let someone cheat on me i'm gone this second time around i'll kill him and i'm done I'm not going to, because the first relationship, I did try and work it out. Teresa knows um, I tried to work it out and work it out and work it out. And he just didn't change. And he clearly didn't want me. And so to me, it was a deal breaker. But what I found was when Olivier and I would have arguments or since we're talking about certain words, you know, entanglement affairs, since we were having strong fellowship, instead of saying argument, I'll say strong fellowship. Um, <laughs> um, I would find myself always saying, well, let's just get a divorce or I'm going to divorce you. That was my go to, because, again, I didn't know I was still damaged in that area of my life. So in my mind, I thought anytime we had an argument, he was going to do something. So he never, 18 years later, has ever said anything about divorce. It just doesn't even come out his mouth. And so I had to settle and take divorce off the table. And so I had to stop making certain things deal breakers and say, I'm going to work through this as long as I have my partner who's willing to work with me will work together. And I think that's the difference. Olivia and I are not perfect. Our relationship is not perfect because he doesn't realize how perfect I am yet. And so he disagrees with me, but, um, but we're committed. And so divorce became, got, was off the table. And, and so there was no deal breakers because we're committed to making this last, right? Until death do us part. So um, so that's why I say that, Rick. Um, Debbie says, deal breakers for me are based on moral and ethical issues, which should be talked about early in the relationship. Cheating for me is a deal breaker. Trust is broken. And I feel you on that. And I think what, ble what I'm blessed with is a man that has the character and morals, Debbie, that um, that my ex lacked and no judgment. But if we're just going to talk it, I, I'm just telling you my story um, so that I knew that I needed someone who had seen and had seen a marriage last. And my ex never. His father divorced several times. Um and so for Olivier, his parents are still together. His grandparents are still together and his great grandparents were still together. And so um, so he saw that model. So that was instilled in him. Not all cases. I'm just talking about my case. OK. Um, also, Tara says, when you get a certain age and date and date, you realize that you have to put it all on the table up front. So I agree with Rick. Talk about it up front. But that also comes with a level of maturity, not just age. With Jill, 
oh, with Will and Jada, they listen, I haven't read a teleprompter in a while. So with Will and Jada, they were young and were mentored in business, but obviously not in marriage. That's a good point. I'm just going by what we can see. I agree with Debbie. Description of deal breakers. Absolutely. My Rick says my premise is that you need to do the hard work up front. Find someone that has all your must haves and none of your deal breakers. Don't settle for less. That extraordinary. Then or don't settle for less than extraordinary in the beginning. You guys, I need to get back on TV. I cannot read the teleprompter. That way, the work in the marriage will be much easier. And Rick and I, Rick's a relationship expert. So this is what he does for a living. And him and I have had many conversations because I've shared with him the list that I had um, and um, that I wanted in a, a husband. And so um, so we've had many, many. Latrice is on. Hi, Latrice. Oh, my gosh. My namesake, Latrice, she's a, a singer, musician. She's amazing. So find her. She's great. Follow her. Hey, my son Thomas is on. So anyway, we're wrapping this up. You guys, for those of you that are just um, tuning in, go back to the beginning. We're talking about it. We're talking about lust, love, entanglement, a.k.a. an affair. Someone smashing you that shouldn't be smashing you. But um, bottom line is this. Um, there's so many things that we still didn't touch. I had so I, I look, I had this because I knew we weren't going to get to everything only because um, it's so much later. There's so many layers. You know, you can't do it in a what, 30, 40 minute podcast, Facebook Live. But I did want it want us to get to talking so for those that are just tuning in again i'm not judging jay or jada will or august but there are businesses out there so i'm talking about it that's all but again i talk about my business i i'm very honest you know i tell you things that most people wouldn't tell you um i'm very personal and intimate about because i also want people to see the other side of it um, I went through a toxic divorce and now I am with someone that I'm, I'm in love and I love for 18 years and we're still, you know, going forth strong. And sometimes we have bumps in the road, like any relationship. But the one thing that, um, we're both very mindful of that this thing is forever. So we got to figure it out. And two, that, um, no one should ever have our attention more. We should have each other's attention. No one else outside the union should have our attention more than each other, if that makes sense. Um, Carlos, shut up. Uh, <laughs> and so I think it starts there when Will and Jada, and again, I'm just speaking from the outside, listening to what y'all are listening to. But in any relationship, when you start drifting away, and like I said, I watch Cold Feet. It's an African movie on Netflix. And then I watch Fatal Affair. I don't know if you guys watched it. Wasn't the best. Very typical, but still. Fatal. No, it was Fatal Affair, I thought. 
it's with um Nia Long. It's new. Maybe it's Fatal Attraction. It's Fatal Affair, I think. It wasn't a good movie, but what I looked at was the fact that again, she had everything. House, money, cars, um on her own law firm, but she said she had been with someone for 20 years and she looked over in bed and felt like she was slip, sleeping with a stranger. So again, I go back to when you start feeling that, when you start feeling the, you know, slipping away, act on it. Don't let it slip away because then you get the entanglements, then you get the lust, then you get all these other things that are going to be a distraction and detrimental to the marriage. Now, I'm no love doctor. That's Rick. <laughs> Rick, follow Rick. Rick will tell you. But what I can tell you is my experience. And again, it's been almost 18 years and, and we've gone through some things. And there's been times where we were like, okay, we got to stay together, you know, <laughs> Um, and so we did things intentionally and, and we're both very strong will and we would argue and or have a strong, what is it? Strong conversation. But at the end of the day, here's my insight. <sighs> Marriage is, an, is rewarding. And to me, it's amazing when God blesses you with someone who you can partner with and do life together, do a vision together. But in the midst of all of that, you're still going to have some highs and lows. You're still going to have growth and opportunities to grow. And in those situations, right, where it can be very challenging, you have to have the will to put in the work so that you don't have the entanglements and that you don't. Now, having an entanglement or an affair, however you want to word it, doesn't mean your marriage is over. You just, you two just have to decide, can you make it work after an affair or something that, that um, challenging? But what I would say is, for those of you who are married, I encourage you to stay married, get help. Go get therapy, forgive and forgive quick, talk, communicate, love each other, um, connect with each other, support one another. And if you don't know how to do all of that, read five love language, right? And go get help. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with getting help. There's nothing wrong with saying, I want my marriage and whatever I have to do, to preserve it, I will. For those of you who are struggling in your marriage, I encourage you to, to stick it out, work it through. If it's worth fighting for, fight for it. And again, get the help you need. You know, not your mama, not your daddy, but go to someone who is licensed in this field that can help you. Someone who won't be biased, someone that doesn't know you. You know, sometimes it's even hard to go to a pastor that knows you. You know, sometimes it's just easier to go to a, a Christian council if that that's uh, what you prefer. And for those of you who are getting married, stay ready. Don't listen to and don't look on the TVs. 
marriage is good. Marriage is fun. Marriage is um, what God intended. And, um, and model your marriage based on other people who are healthy. And know that um, it's not going to always be, you know, up and happy. But in those times, you know, get you a good support system that can help you walk through it, work through it and fight for your marriage, fight for your marriage and fight together. And the last thing, remember and never forget you're on the same team. Don't fight each other. How are you going to do that? How are you going to win if you're fighting each other? You're on the same team. So become unified. Become one. One plus one equals one. I know for you math scholars, just flow with me. Just flow with me. One plus one equals one. Guys, this was good. This was some good insight. And my mom just got back on. And so I'm definitely getting off. Who talks about smashing when your mama's on? I just want to know. Who talks about sex and lust when your mama is on? I do, because that's who I am. <laughs> that's who I am. Um, <laughs> but don't forget to follow me. Hey, guys, if you haven't downloaded my podcast, please. I beg you, I I motive, I encourage you, I bully you. No, I'm joking. Um, I need you to do that. Just um, download whatever your favorite platform is. Download Insights with Latrice and tell someone about it. Hey, I'm here at 7 o'clock every Sunday. So I want you to be here too. So talk to me. Let me know if there's a topic you want to address, you want me to deal with. I'll do it. I'm not scared. You can't fight me. Why? Because my husband's Olivier Kabuya. Plus, don't don't get it twisted. I can fight too. I used to be a thug back in the day, a thug in Tonganoxie, Kansas. <laughs> anyway, guys, have a wonderful week. Be kind. Um, be kind this week. Be kind to people. Make sure you have self-care. You know that's important. Remember this. You can't give what you don't have. And just like a cup, you fill it to the rim. That's you, to the rim. That's you. Everything else, when the water overflows, that's what you give to everyone else. Once that water or that whatever's in that cup is depleted, if you're trying to give to people, it's not going to work. So that's why self-care is important. You are the cup that's filled with the fluid, the water, whatever, whatever you drink in the Hennessy, whatever, the liquid, the Hennessy, the liquid, the wine, the liquid. And then as it outpours, as it runs over, that is what you give to others. That, that is what you do. And so go back for you. For those of you that didn't hear the beginning, it's good. It's good. I thank you for joining me. I will see you next Sunday at 7 p.m. God bless you guys.